Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hashtag no music, no intro. The draft, the 2023 NFL draft, at least for the Saints, is over. There's still there's still like seven more picks left to happen for the draft is officially com- concluded. Uh, I am still in New Orleans in a hotel on Canal, planning to go enjoy the city with my hashtag Saints Twitter podcast brethren. Tonight, one more time before I leave tomorrow, Ryan had to, you know, Ryan had to leave uh, today, this morning, go back to Alabama. Uh, but we got to, as great as this week, the weekend was great. The weekend was, was amazing. I was taking a shower this morning. I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know financially if, if, if it could be pulled off, but maybe like maybe having a little dry party, you know, every year might have to be, you know, we, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I might have to be a thing, bro. Might have my got my got to be a tradition, bro. Um, bro I swear, I swear, I was thinking about this shit, bro. I was like, man, can you mention us like seventy five years old, <laughs> sitting around, you know, like in life, bro. <laughs> Still talking about man, remember when they took Caesar Ruiz, <laughs> Peyton Turner, who? <laughs> um, but we, I feel like. We have to give credit to the Saints this draft. I know everyone. I, I gotta start. I gotta start somewhere though. I know we gotta talk about their pick in round two. Isaiah Foskey. They drafted another edge rusher. They they, they did some other things throughout the draft. But I, I can't start there, Ryan. I can't. I gotta start with finding fucking Nemo. Mm being traded to Sean Payton, to the Broncos. It allowed the the Saints to get a sixth-round pick and essentially move up from where they were picking to draft A.T. Perry. And whether or not A.T. Perry works out, wide receiver from from Wake Forest, that's a conversation for another day. He, Adam Troutman, finding Nemo, he can't hurt me no more, bro. Can't do it, bro. He does. Can't hurt me. That's on Sean Payton. That's on you. <laughs> That's on, you. on you, buddy. And we have we have been, and we will continue to be as it is justified, if it is justified, but we have been critical of the team since Dennis Allen became head coach. But I do want to start in terms of giving credit. You know, he, there has been bad personnel decisions. That, that happened last year, right? Marcus Williams, um, bringing in Marcus May, Honey Badger, you know, probably wasn't the best signing. So there's been there's been some hiccups, and, I, and we have been thoroughly over them. But oh, yeah. identifying a player who may, – maybe, he, maybe he'll go to the Broncos and he'll thrive, right? Maybe so. But identifying, like, this, this guy is not – He's not working out for us. We need to move on. Yeah. Instead of trying to do the whole sunken cost fallacy, oh, we traded so many picks to go up and get him, and so he has to work yeah. out. A lot of what they were doing with Marcus Davenport, they didn't do that anymore with Alvin Trapman. And for that, I got to give them credit for. This draft as a whole, I think just as a whole, and I'm not – I don't want fans to get like – Oh, Adams, this draft as a whole is probably just on initial glance, 
one of my favorite drafts that they have had since 2017. I agree. I agree. Like I, it's <clears throat> easily that's the first thought that comes to mind. Like just you know the day you know the day of the draft sitting here, you know I just I feel fine about it. You know what I'm saying? And I know my feelings has no impact on the outcome. And it's not even about the outcome. It's not about you know how these players will turn out because we don't know. Um, but it's just as a Saints fan, we've had those years where it's like, what are they doing, bro? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> what exactly is the, what's the vision? You know what I'm saying? What's the vision, bro? Yeah. And this year, you know, hey, look, we can throw it all together. You can throw a free agency in there. You can throw the draft and all that. I'm not answering that question of what's the vision. I it's, it's clear. clear. Like, it's, it's clear, bro. Clear is the... Um. And you talked. We talked about. You talked about this yesterday that you're kind of excited to see how the rest of the draft played out. Yeah. Um, more so that you could kind of see the draft. You know, see how the team building was uh, holistically from the out, like com- like a complete picture. And I think you said it perfectly. The vision is Da has a certain way of how he wants the team to be. He yeah. wants a. Tough, not not that Sean Payton didn't, right? But he wants a tough team in the trenches. Um, he wants to be able to run the ball, um, play possession, it, win, win possessions in terms of offenses. The offense will be probably not too, too, I won't say explosive, but not too risky taking. And now they went out, got the quarterback to do that, Derek Carr. Um, they realized that with AK, um, whether it be, Play calling, uh, pending suspension, but they know he needed a running mate. So they, boom, yeah. went out and got Jamal Williams. Um, just out the gate of free agency, just two big things. Defensive tackle was a huge, huge need. They lost David Onyemata. They lost, you know, even though my reservations and my annoyance with him as a player in terms of Marcus Davenport, um, he was a player that basically he's not on the team anymore. So those are snaps that you know, right. were gone. Um, Caden Ellis gone. Um, so they, and we've talked about this at nauseum throughout this off season of just, you know, our biggest fear was boom, you get Derek Carr and you get Jamal Williams and the offense gets better. Um, and maybe we get a, a healthy Michael Thomas, but then the defense, you know, because of so many players that have, that have been right. lost in, in terms of attrition, maybe there's a regression defensively. Well, the first two picks, right. Brian Breesey, we already talked about him, you know, the first round pick. Uh, and what, you know, what he could bring defensively from the interior. Um, and I, I, people kind of got my mentions, like, kept going back to, like, oh, like his injury. Like, he had, like, one major fucking injury. And, like, yeah. the rest have been, you know, a kidney infection, and then he had a shoulder injury. Like, what? We are we are the first people. Like, if this is this is what <laughs> we are the – you do if, – if we are okay with picks – it should probably be pretty telling because we have no problem ripping into the Saints nope. draft. Like that, nope. that is our specialty. Sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong, but it's our specialty. So if I'm saying, man, I really like the Breezy pick, and it's like, oh, yeah, that like this man is not Holoi Kakaha. Like this right. man has intact He has knees. He has knees. Lieutenant Dad got new legs. He ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dad. Bro, and it's like, and the thing with Breezy is like, bro, like God was leaning on him like Job, bro. Like he just had one of those, like it was just, like I'm sure he was just looking into the sky. What did I do? <laughs> but I'm just saying it wasn't nothing like crying. It wasn't like he had like three knee injuries. He had the ACL, right. he had a shoulder, he had a kidney infection. Like, hold oh, on. Then we know, know about the stuff with his little sister. So, okay, so I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna say it all out on the pot. I'm not gonna say it all on the pot. But if you're in our Discord, the the plot line of shout out to our dude Brock. Bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it on the pot. Not, like that's one thing I'd be afraid that we can actually cancel over Brock. When I tell you that plot line, that's me bro. stitches, bro. That, that's gonna be an insider forever, bro. Insider. bro. It's like if you if, unless if you're not if you, unless you're in the Discord, you have no idea what we're talking about. No, what if you're no, in? No. 
so that's how they, they that's how they started last night off, right? Um, and then round two. So I want to give a little inside information on round two, and then after that, I, my information, my information after that kind of inside information after that kind of uh, tapers off. But their board for round two were three players. Well, my, probably more than three players, but the three players that it kind of broke down to was Jonathan Mingo, the wide receiver from from Ole Miss. That was originally going to be their pick at forty. If he was there, he goes to pick right before the Carolina. Um, and then it was Isaiah Foskey, edge rusher from Notre Dame. And then there, the other player who was in that in that bubble was Brian Branch, safety slash nickel, kind of hybrid yeah. player from Alabama. Something happened. And, and I'm, I don't know who I don't know who pounded the table the hardest. But when Mingo went off the board. So. Even maybe before Mingo went off the board, someone won the argument of pounding the table the hardest of them drafting Foskey over Brian Branch. Now, I, I it's a, it's a wait and see thing because Brian Brian Branch gets drafted. I think he's on the Lions. If I remember, yes, which which was you know makes sense to me. You got Aaron yes. Glenn. Aaron Glenn. He comes from that same school, so that just made sense. Lions think the Lions had a great, great draft. Also, quick aside, fuck the Eagles. Yes, fuck capital F the Eagles. Um, but going back to Foskey, I, I watched him a bit yesterday. I tried to watch him a bit today. Been a little busy. Haven't had my my time to really grind the tape. Um, I'll be able to do that when I'm in the Louis the Louisville airport tomorrow for fucking six hours. Um, oh. hey, listen. It, it, it was a cheap flight to get out here. You you kind of got to roll, roll the punches sometimes. Hey, I know, bro. Um, immediately watching Foskey, my first thought that came to mind is this is the best defensive end the Saints have drafted since drafting Cam Jordan. Now, I understand that they drafted Trey Hendrickson, and Trey Hendrickson has has developed and gone on to become a top-tier elite edge rusher. I'm just strictly going college tape. When you right. watch him as a player, and I know people are like, oh, he's a little tight in his hips, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is explosive off the edge. He makes fucking plays. When he does get to the quarterback, he is trying to rip the ball out of the quarterback's hands. Um, and I put this on Twitter and this fucking blew up, but if this is not a ringing indictment of how they feel about Peyton Turner as a player. Oh, come on now. I don't know what people are like, no, no, there's a dude on Twitter literally tried to use the quote. Oh, this is iron shopper's iron, sir. What iron is fucking Peyton Turner. I was hollering, bro. Aluminum. Like anyway, I was heard a better hope you have a job in the next couple of months. That's what we need to talk about it. Cause I can now I, I don't I don't want this I don't want to speak this into existence because even though they drafted an edge rusher in, in round two, I do think there is a want for them to sign another veteran edge rusher. Um whether that I, I just if you if they could go out and get Leonard Floyd on top of this draft and and what they did to start free agency, bruh. As much as I, as much as you and I have criticized DA and Mickey within this last year and a half, bro, I until I see the results on the field and my eyes tell me otherwise, I, I'll be mama shit, bro. Like they they would have shut me up, right? But if they go out and and they get fucking Frank Clark and just kill the fucking yeah, boss, bro, just I just I don't want it, man. Somebody, I don't just want somebody it. going. Just want somebody to go and get him. Somebody, anybody. Can Frank, can Frank Clark just go he, and get him? I'll be fine if the Falcons go and get go get him. Can he do he can he do something that doesn't involve like punching a woman, knocking her unconscious, and getting in trouble within the next couple of weeks that just would take him? Please, please. <laughs> but what was your I mean, I don't know how I don't know how much you watched of him. Um impressions of, of Foskey and them drafting him in round two. Well, it was it was interesting because I watched a good bit of him. Well, what I could find of him. Uh, back in like February, like when I first started, like let me start looking at these draft prospects. 
got my little list out, looked at players that would, you know, that people say would be around in the end of the first round and, you know, uh, you know, in the second round or whatever, mostly into the first round. And I looked at him and I, you know, took my little notes and I was like, oh, this is a good, good, solid pass rusher, you know, explosive, physical, you know, big, tall. Man, he, all, he's, he's, he's explosive, all, bro. Yeah, meets all the, uh, you know, the size measurements that Saints like. I was like, man, this dude looks like a Saints defensive end. I was, you know, I noted, you know, a few games, he had some games where he was like, you know, extremely active and impactful. Some games, you know, he kind of went a little quiet, you know, like against, you know, Ohio State or whatever. But even in that game, when you look at him, it's not like, you know, he's just getting beat. It's just, you know, he was going against a dog. You know what I'm saying? He was going against a dog. Uh, Is that uh, Paris Johnson? Paris Johnson, yeah. It's just one of them games. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, and that kind of reminded me of Cam Jordan because I remember uh, when he was coming out of Cal, he had that game. He went up against Tyron Smith, uh, who eventually went to the uh, – did they go against each other in college? Yeah, yeah, bro. Damn, how Smith old are we? On. I know, bro. And Smith, Smith put him on him, bro. Smith, Smith had him, had him locked up. <laughs> had Cam Jordan locked up. But you know, and look, you know, I'm not just, I'm not saying, you know, uh, uh, Fox is going to turn out to be Cam Jordan or whatever. That'd be like awesome. But I'm just saying, like, if people point to that game and be like, oh, well, that's, I mean, that's just the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? Dogs versus dogs. So I just look at him, bro. And, to me, he has a pretty high floor. Yeah. Um, as far as like, he should be like just a, at least a solid defensive starting defensive end for you. Um, you know, maybe in a rotation at worst. And at best, you know, maybe he could become a nice solid guy that can give you, you know, 11, 12 sacks every other season. You know, I just, I just come away. You look at him, it's like, okay, this is a football player. I don't have to squint to see. Oh, don't have to, you don't have to squint to see it. Maybe if he gains a little weight, or maybe no, no, spring him just coach him up a little more. Of course, he has to get better with his hands usage. Uh, they played him a lot of the two point stance. He's going to learn how to come out the you know, three point, four point stance more, they, stuff like that. Yeah, they so definitely did play him a lot out of the two point stance, a lot. Yeah. So, um, that's what coach, leverage and all that that's what coach is for. He's going to learn all of that. That's the stuff where he has to get better at. But overall, I'm like, man, this is a good player. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I'm going to read what our old pal Scott Wright of Draft Countdown said about Foskey. Oh, he, he, he's not in the, Keep in mind, I didn't ask him about, you know, opinions about Foskey. He kind of hit me up, you know, when he got drafted. Obviously, Scott was a huge Notre Dame fan. If you don't know who, who Scott is, he was the former owner of Draft Countdown for the draftcountdown.com for the longest time. Like the, the first, if you're a draft Nick, an old school draft Nick, that's kind of like the first place that we had like a draft Nick community was draft countdown. So he texted me about Foskey when we drafted him. And I said, I, I don't know nothing about him. You know, what are your thoughts being a Notre Dame fan? So I'm going to read this verbatim with his, with his text message said, is that Foskey has a great motor and can be moved around depending on the scheme, not an explosive athlete, but good physical tools and room to squeeze more out of him. If you can develop some, more pass rush moves and counters. Obviously great production, although it came in at came in at bunches at times. I can take that, bro. I can take yeah. that. Um in the second round? Come on now. So so that said, one thing I, I wanted to hit on before I forget saying it, that this the Saints, there's two well, I don't even consider Foskey kind of part of that. The Saints drafted Every single player from Jay's list this draft, um, except for uh, Keandre Miller, who didn't, who wasn't able to work out pre-draft, yeah. so he didn't have measurables. Bosky, well, also the quarterback because we don't do we don't do quarterbacks on the list because they drafted so few. Um, and the only reason Foskey technically didn't match was because he met every other metric except his 40 time was considered an outlier because of how good he ran the 40. I think it was like 4.5 something or something mm. like that. And, he, and so he didn't meet or match based on that. But every other player, the every other player, say, the safety they drafted, uh, A.T. Perry, the guard they drafted, every other player is on is on is on the list, bro. Like that is in, that is insane. That's insane. 
like you know, she she cracked the code basically. Like that's their boat, pretty much. Code, bro. <laughs> It's the code. Only, anyway, only stuff we'll have access to is like the inside information, you know, the medical. That's it. Like, yeah, like you know, character and things like that. Let's let's move on to round three, pick seventy one. Uh, Keandre Miller, running back, TCU. You and I have been screaming for them to draft a running back to add another running back to this team for such a long period of time. Even though they drafted, I mean, even though they signed Jamal Williams in free agency from the Lions, um, we still want another running back. We they they draft one. I would be. I would venture to say probably not the one people were expecting or maybe even totally. wanted. But the one thing I remember about Miller as a player is that when TCU was going through like the the playoffs and and their run towards the national championship, I remember Miller before he got hurt, he was giving it two teams. Bro, I don't, I don't know if you. I mean, I know you're not a big college football watcher, and I'm not, not either. Much. I didn't want but him. he was giving teams that long dick, bro. Like, he mm. really was kind of the motor. Him and then, you know, kind of with their their offensively, it was him in the run game. And then when they needed a big play, they, you know, they would throw it to Quentin Johnson. Yes. And Quentin Johnson, would, would, you know, that was kind of like their meat and potatoes offense, right? And it worked. Like, it got him to the national championship. They didn't win. And then he got hurt. I don't know if he got – I can't remember if he got hurt against Georgia or the game before Georgia, but he fits exactly what they want to do, what they would want to have a running back. And I believe he's only turning 21 this year. So he's yeah. hella young. Yeah, he's 20 right now, bro. Young. 20. That's, young, that's, that's, got a lot of trigger on the tires. That's a baby, bro. It's like, <laughs> this, kid is, this kid is 15 years older than me, bro. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, I I know you probably haven't been able to watch him a whole bunch since you know he was drafted today. I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit. Um, look, bro, like I don't know what to say. Like the dude's a good running back. Like the dude, one cut physical. You know, once he gets past the line, he can give you a move or two. Um, you know, has some has some you know underrated speed to him. Uh, I wouldn't call him like pretty good balance. One. Yeah, oh, great balance, man. Like mm-hmm. just just a good strong running back. Have like literally no. I could, I'm not gonna say a guarantee, but I just have no question about him being a productive running back. How good would he be? I don't know. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if he's gonna be like a Pro Bowler or nothing like that. But this is a productive running back. He's gonna be. He's the type of guy. You get him, give him a hole, bro. He's gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna get it, and he's gonna get a little extra. Um, what you the right mentality? Yeah, I'm about to ask you. What you give me your thoughts of the the quote he. He he said yeah, regarding AK and coming from for number one depth chart spot. Love it. Man, that's a, gotta, I, I want dogs, bro. Like, like if, if you gotta think I want like running back. I want dogs. Yeah, I, I want I want, I want not not just running back. I want I want every player on every if player, I, yeah. I if you third string wide receiver, I, I want you one to wanting to be the number one wide receiver. Exactly. Exactly. Just, no, I love it, man. I love it. And just, just, and again, you got to look at the whole totality. Look at the room now. Like from mm-hmm. where we were in January, now you got Elvin Kamara, you got Judge uh, Williams, you got, um, you know, you got uh, Kendra right there. Uh, is Mark Ingram? Is he still on the team? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's like a just a free a free, free agent. agent. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's a nice that's a nice little room, bro. Like that's a nice running back room. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you know, he's gonna compete with he's gonna compete with Jamal Williams, you know, for now, you know, but Jamal Williams on a nice little manageable contract where, you know, he could be moved in a year or two, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all gonna be about the hot hand. And then we know Kamara with his legal situation, plus, you know, Kamara's contract. Mm-hmm. You know, getting up in age where the production is not meeting money and stuff like that. I'm not wishing, you know, Kamara gets moved or nothing, but I mean, we know how this shit works. You know we, what I'm saying? We, we, know, we know how the story goes. So, look. And look, the one thing, I, I, I'm not saying there were similar players, Kamara and um, Kendra Miller coming out, but I do, I do get the same feeling watching him when I watched Kamara because I didn't know anything about Kamara when he came out and watching him, I felt like there was some untapped potential, especially in the past game. So I, I kind of feel like that, like we just didn't really see it with Keandre Miller. So we don't know, 
but I do feel like there's some untapped potential in the pass game with him. And we'll see how it works out. But I think they could right. kind of open it up to see where he goes. But he's a screen pass. See some screen passes, bro. He look, man, he get him on a screen with a little hole. Man, I forgot what team he did that against, but it was beautiful. Um, he is coming off a torn MCL, MCL mm-hmm. um injury. So, you know, we kind of wait and see, you know. That wasn't there, a little cold no... water right there. I mean, it, it I didn't because well, I didn't know. I know most people doing those injuries, but that was just a little cold water. It was like, yeah, I should be healthy by camp. I was like, dang. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Saints way, bro. Saints way. <laughs> but those Can, Spears the same way. You know, Spears coming over. Just, just, yeah. I, so I apparently like I didn't re- and I didn't realize how the the injury that Spears had or has. Like I don't know. Ian Rappaport reported like that. Basically, like he doesn't have like cart- cartilage in his knees anymore. I was like, oh shit! Or I, I, I'd have to, I had to go get the get the quote. Um, he, I guess he said it maybe like on the broadcast of potentially like why he fell. Let me, I'm trying to pull it up yeah. right now. Um, and again, those are just things as sometimes as fans we don't. Okay, so it says at the combine. The new Titans running back, Tajay Spears Medical, showed no ACL, loss of cartilage, and arthritis in his knee. Questions about if his career can outlast his first contract. That's why a player of his caliber dropped to round to the third round. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Very. Very. Um, I want to just circle right back to Isaiah Foskey real quick. And it, it made me nothing in the great scheme of things, man. It made me absolutely nothing. But that little viral clip of him getting drafted, putting the hat on, and just Bruh. getting, you know, being hyped and pumped and saying, let's fucking go. Like, that is, I, I just, I want you to juxtapose that, that passion, that, that, just that one, you could feel like he wants to be a oh, dog. Yeah. And then you just juxtapose that to like when Peyton Turner got drafted. Just, 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 just <laughs> smile. Hey, it just. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I made it. Like, you know, I already made it. I made it, you know. <laughs> He's like, ooh, just swindled these motherfuckers right here. And look, and look, man, that's that's the thing about Flasky. That same energy you saw right there, you can see it on tape. You see it when he plays, bro. You see it when he plays. When he play. He's trying to kill something. He's trying to destroy something, you know. I love it. He's, I love he's it. Passionate. I love it, man. I love it. Um, So let's move on to round four. And this is Saints did – did some things in round four. I don't l- listen, y'all. I don't have in front of me of like what picks they traded and blah, 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 blah. Um, but round four, they drafted Nick Salaverde, a guard from Old Dominion, um, and they traded up to get him. And they had the first pick of the fourth round to to get him. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, guard, offensive line. This it's a, it's a such a funny draft because it's a very meat and potatoes draft. Yeah, 
And it's one of those drafts where I feel like, yes, a lot of the picks were kind of need-y, but I also feel that most of the picks, while they were needy, to they they truly, at least in the minds of the Saints, were the best players on the board. Right. I like the Nick uh, Salaberry. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, Salaberry, Salaberry. Yeah. I don't know. Um, pick in the. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Saints offensive line drafted where it's like, well, you know, he played at right tackle in college. We're just gonna, you know, he been, he profiles to a guard, and I was like, yeah, that, that, that's again the Saints way. But like looking at the offensive line, uh, uh, underrated story, maybe to someone who's looking from the outside, I think us as Saints fans know, is that the offensive line really was battered last season. And yeah. it's it's battered going into next season, which is a big, you know, huge thing that's going to factor into how successful they are. You have left tackle, Trevor Penning, dealing with the Liz Frank. It, it may be a little worse than probably maybe those that – probably it's, maybe that injury is a little worse than maybe – is is led on to believe. You have Andres Pete, who did not finish last season. Has I don't he, I came was there has Pete played a full season in his career? Bro, I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> I really so. Don't. don't think so. So that said, um Eric McCoy, he has that kind of lingering calf issue that comes into play from time to time. Cesar Ruiz, the bill of health. And it, of course, the he has his best season at guard in year three, and then he injures himself and gets a Liz Frank injury. Um, his injury is not as to the extent of that as Trevor Penning is, but still, he has a Liz Frank injury. And then Ryan Ramchek, Ryan Ramchek can't can't practice, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. can't practice. Like he he can play on Sundays, but like he can't practice, you know, because of the condition of his knee. So. The offensive line is kind of in tatter. So the fact that they went and got a player that, yes, it might be a death-ish type move, I can almost guarantee you Nick Salaverde is going to play a lot next season. He's going to play he a lot. He's going to play. If if he can play, like if he's, you know, decent and, you know, can understand the offense, dude going to get some snaps, bro. Yes. <laughs> Ain't no question. Ain't no question. Whether that's in left guard. Whether that's a uh, right guard, whether that's tackle, he gonna get in, bro. He gonna yes. get it in, and I'm sure they're gonna. They said he's gonna. They're gonna start him at guard, but I'm sure he's gonna cross train that tackle a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, I have not watched a lick of tape on him. I just and I, and I won't. I that's one position. That's one. I just I don't watch offensive linemen. You can't. You can't. You couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me, bro. I I, I got a life, bro. No. <laughs> There's so many other things I could be doing. But, I mean, I just just going off what people saying, like, you know, as far as, like, uh, you know, DJ and all those people on TV and NFL Network and stuff, just sounded like a, you know, like a solid pick, you know, like good, you know, he's a good technician, you know, good athlete, all that stuff. I'm like, hmm, fine to me. <laughs> Sounds good right. to me, you know. <laughs> and like I, like I said earlier, he does meet the offensive line, you know, athletic profile, Um I don't want to spend too much time talking about offensive linemen, but again, it's a it's a good pick because it's I it's not a Rick Leonard. It's not it's that's not a Rick Leonard, but I really feel like this team has probably done a best a better job of being able to self scout themselves than they have in a in a very long time. Mm. And I and I think that. To be good, to be a good team, regardless of what level of football or sports you're playing, you have to be able to self scout yourself, and you have to be able to. I say, okay, we we we're good. We we did this well as a team. This is where areas we need to improve. First, a good example of that is going back to those the first two picks in this draft. Now, at those picks, and this is all contingent of the picks either hitting and being decent to good to great. But if you if they draft Breesy and Foskey and both of those players are good or even great. They have in two moves, not this is not even accounting the defensive tackles they signed in free agency and a likely defensive end. They're probably going to sign a free agency at some point after the draft, but they have completely revamped and reworked 
their defensive line, which yep. has been has been a big area of concern, right? It's been an area of concern of us all offseason. Now, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you can't fault them for trying to fix it. I also think that two things. It shows to me that the team is confident that if they have a healthy Lattimore, if they have a healthy um, Paulson Adebo, and I think this, I, I think this does kind of cool down the potential of them trading an Alante Taylor or yeah. a, a Bradley Roby. Roby still potentially might go. And if you don't know about we're talking about the Alante Taylor potentially getting traded, sorry, it talked about it in the Discord. So if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. It shows to me that they feel like they are confident in their secondary, and we'll talk about the safety they drafted later. But they're confident in their secondary. To for DA to have the defense that he needs or wants to have, they need they're saying we got to get the, the front seven in order. Our, our front seven has to match our secondary and defensively we're good. And I think if it, if the picks work out, that vision will become a reality. It's all but it's all depending on how on how the players play, obviously. No, no question, man. And uh, I think that's just the major key is like you said, self scouting, knowing you know where. Not only where holes are right now, but where potential holes may open up, you know, are way weak. And like you said, bro, like if if those if those first two picks hit, man, you completely revamp the defensive line. And you know, look, last year they were what top three in sacks. People like to say, oh, the defensive line, man, they got top three in sacks. You look at the advanced metrics; they were like bottom of the league in pressure rate hits, all that stuff. They were able to produce sacks, which you know, credit to them. For able to you know be able to get to the quarterback, but you know, sacks are just a very tiny percentage of the game. You know what I'm saying? You have to. We saw plenty of games where quarterbacks back there just making breakfast, chilling, bro, making breakfast, flipping pancakes, everything. So <laughs> it's it's imperative that 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 D line gets you know gets better. And it's young now. Even the players they signed in free agency, they you know they got young kind of ascending. Players that you know that played you know limited snaps for their teams. We'll see where they go. So you know you got like a like a, like a nice young fresh D line, bro. And I'm excited about that, man. Like you know we get to watch can't watch preseason, watch you know the beginning of the season, and kind of just see some new faces, new names on the back of jerseys, and see where they go. You know and see what that means for the team. I'm excited too. So I'm gonna you know they are doing the joint practices again with the Chargers. This this um. Oh. preseason or whatever um i don't know how many practices they're gonna do but at least for one of them because i usually they usually do i'm so i'm assuming they're doing a joint practice with the chargers because bl- they probably played the chargers in in preseason they, maybe they do maybe they don't but usually as long as it, two or three the right like two or three. so as long as one of the practices fall on a friday which is my day off i i intend to go to one of the practices and just and just watch, man. The last time I did that was I can't. It was when um it was me, um, Chris and Julio met up, and and Teddy was the backup. I think that was oh, year yeah. two of Teddy being the backup. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and so I just want I just want to go and watch and just see the young players, see the see the team, see how the D lines coming up. Um, because until we see otherwise, I, I really do feel that the team deserves credit um, for what they've been able to do this off season. Um, moving on to the other pick that they, they acquired in the, in round four, they traded one of their later round picks this year and next year's fourth round pick. They will go up and draft quarterback Jake Hayner. It's Hayner, right? Um, from Fresno state. And I watched a bit of him, and the 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 first thing I can say is the quickness that he, as a player, is able to process through his reads and reads a defense and throws a ball is super impressive. It is super impressive from a quarterback. Yeah, you know the. Kind of the talking point 
this season is everybody's looking for that Brock Purdy, you know, that late round mm-hmm. kind of gem that, you know, has the smarts to process. Kind, kind, of, kind of who he reminded me of, I right? Mean, th- th- like, that's what DJ, you know, Danny Jeremiah, he was like, look, if you, you know, if anybody's looking for that Brock Purdy, he's probably that guy in this draft. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just one of those guys that processes well. The only real knock is, you know, not the biggest arm. You know, his deep balls kind of hang or whatever. But other than that, you know, he gets through his reads. He's accurate, um, good in the pocket. Not a bad athlete at all. You know, he can move around a little bit. Um, so, nah, bro, like, I saw that pick. I, don't, I didn't watch a ton. I just watched, like, his highlights just to see what he looks like or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, like, this dude looks like a Saint quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like He does. <laughs> like, you can <laughs> He looks like he looks like one of the better quarterbacks that they've drafted since oh, maybe like what getting getting you know I would say since he's the best quarterback that they've added to the team through the draft since Chase Daniel. Absolutely, because because the, the the list is Garrett Grayson, Ian Book, and I'm forgetting one that they drafted in 2000. Right. So he was Sandfield. Was that a he was undrafted? Canfield, Canfield. No, no, Canfield was drafted. So yeah, Sean Canfield. That was two thousand six. So Tommy Stevens, don't even call Tommy Stevens. Oh God, God, that twenty twenty draft was fucking oh. putrid, Ryan. <laughs> fucking putrid. Like I wore, I wore, I wore our draft shirt. Like that. Oh my God, that was such a fucking. And again, it goes back to self scouting, right? I don't know how much of, you know, obviously maybe not too much because a lot of players that they drafted met the, you know, the athletic profile and prospect matching that, yeah. that Jay has done. But I do feel like, and I can't even maybe verbalize how, but I do feel like there's was some odor of change of how they evaluated prospects this year. Maybe not athletically, but with Foskey as an example, he might not work out as a, as a player, but you it won't be for a lack of fucking trying. It won't be because maybe he doesn't maybe love football right. or Breezy doesn't love football. Marcus, Marcus Davenport, Peyton Turner, it was, and I, you know, it was pretty apparent that it was like, eh, I'm big and I'm fast and I'm an athlete, but like, eh, football, eh, whatever, like maybe, no. like, I know what you said. I think they put they probably they're putting a higher value on football character. Thank you. I mean, not, not so much character in general. We yeah, because about to get Frank, Sean Watson and all. Or, or Frank Clark may be on Frank the way. Clark, like I, yeah. they don't give the morals are still low. Yeah, they don't give a shit about that. But football character, I think they're trying to put a higher value on that because they see with players like you know with Davenport Turner. Stuff it like hasn't that. worked out, man. Hadn't worked out, man. Hadn't worked out. Those things you can't coach either. And you got, and at, at least I, I appreciate the ability for them to reassess and say, okay. And we, when we, and we had, we had been screaming, screaming at it at our lungs, like something got to change. And the Bosky pick is kind of that. Okay, maybe, maybe it has changed. Um, one more thing I'll say on on uh, Jake. Uh, Hainer. Obviously, he wore number nine for Drew Brees. He's watched every pass oh, Drew Brees threw in 2009. Played, if, for the, played for the Saints coaching staff at the Senior Bowl. The Senior Bowl. If he is just able to become a decent backup quarterback or just a quarterback because, the you know, he's been – another comparison, someone – I don't know who made it um, from the draft, Nick, or draft scout, is like a Taylor Heineke. But I know he's not the perfect quarterback, but like Taylor Heineke, like there's a besides his racism or being MAGA, like there's a place for Taylor Heineke in the league, bro. Um, That's what I'm saying. And, and if you like if you get that, if you get that in the fourth round, you do that all day long. That's what I'm saying. It seems like Saints Twitter is like, oh, it's a waste of a pick. I'm like, Excuse? y'all know how valuable a backup quarterback is. Also, like, also, can we talk about the 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 amount of quarterbacks that we have gone through lately? Uh, we've what, started like five to six quarterbacks the last, what, three seasons, something like that? Some ridiculous number. I remember seeing it. I was like, damn, did You're right. Like, it's, been, it's insane. It's insane. And like, look, Derek Carr, you know, he's been, you know, mostly healthy his career. But even him, he's, you know, missed games here and there. Look, we got Jameis this season, but that's not going to be something that lasts. And, you, you know, you get a rookie, you get a guy like this cheap, man. He's 
cheap. Not even going to count, even gonna count against your fifty-three man roster as far as like salary. So like this is these are good moves. This is what good teams do. Good teams. We'll we will keep continue. Give us a second. May, uh, get a listen from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Ryan, it's time to tell the listeners a secret. Yo, this. The infamous picture of you going viral on social media, sweating in the white shirt, looking confused. What people don't know is before that picture was taken, you had just mowed the lawn in the hot New Orleans heat. Yep, sweating. Don't know about you, but if you want to avoid becoming a meme and avoid becoming a viral hit on social media, I think instead of you mowing the lawn, there's a company out there that got you covered. That is Ground Up Landscaping Services. They service the greater New Orleans area. We've seen their work in person at the hashtag Saints for the Podcast Meetup. The backyard area was outstanding. Yeah, we know we know the owner of this company. He's an outstanding person, a really good dude. And look, I've seen pictures of his work all done all around New Orleans. Beautiful work. Everything he takes care of, him and his crew, and he's good, honest, and on time. Uh, if you want to visit them, visit www.groundupnola.com, and you get the book of free quote. And these guys are licensed and insured. So this is not some, you know, shade tree, you know, guy to come cut your grass. These are dependable business business professionals that will take care of your lawn. And they do beautiful work that you can check out on their Instagram and Facebook. They'll make your garden space spectacular from the ground up. So the Saints close out the draft. Round five, they traded up again in round five, if memory serves me correctly. Uh, they drafted safety, Jordan Howden out of Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, to, to me, this pick, again, we're doing this literally the day that these guys – got drafted so we really haven't been able to 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 tape grind as as it were but you know you can kind of just sometimes just kind of go by highlights and just a a bit and to me this is I, i watched him very briefly but what i did see is like okay this is their version of okay we didn't get we weren't able to get brian branch so like this is our lesser version of drafting Brian Branch, essentially, right? Because you have a player who can kind of play the strong safety position. Um, he can play. He can play nickel. Um, and I'm going to say this: as much shit as we we can give them, there's one thing that Jeff Ireland has shown time after fucking time after time is that this man knows how to fucking scout a secondary player. Like I went so when they draft the second at this point, bro, I don't I don't even question it. I say okay, I question. all right, okay. They've earned it. They've earned it. He's earned it. Yeah, bro. And in any, any any round too, I don't give first round, fourth round, whatever. Like they do this. Okay. <laughs> I like oh, like, and I like the pick also from the standpoint of one. He's you can tell he's a physical player. They like to draft secondary players, cornerback, safety, nickel. They, they like physical players. Um, but kind of like the the Miller pick at running back, you know, again, a very underrated storyline that doesn't get picked up a lot is Marcus, Marcus May may miss a lot of games this yeah. upcoming season. Uh, Teron Math- uh, Matthew is not getting any younger. Um Shit, we got shit, they gotta need to bring Brian Swanson back quiet as kept. But <laughs> gotta get the old bino. No, no apologies to any about people that may listen to this podcast. Um but it's a it's a young it's a young player who who plays the way that the Saints like their secondary players to play and until and not including the not including the 2018 draft, and that draft was also a fucking nightmare and a shit show. Excluding that draft, they have hit on nearly every secondary player that they have drafted, and 
So until I show otherwise, wow, that is crazy, though. That's crazy. It's hard, and that is it's such a that's like the hard besides quarterback. That is such a hard oh, position. Bro, so hard, and I mean the history with the Saints, bro. Exactly. For you, I mean, can he play safety? That was just like an inside joke. Cornerback was just atrocious for you, like bro. So that's crazy that they've been able to hit on DBs like that. Uh, any thoughts on 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 Howding or anything? I, I, I don't. I, I just saw like I saw. Like, I didn't really spend time on him. All I could see was that when I first just quickly looking at him, this isn't like just a special team or nothing like that. You know no. what I'm saying? This is this is a guy I expect him kind of like with CD Deuce. Not saying they're similar, but kind of like with CD Deuce, you could see immediately like, oh, this this is a player right here. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna get. Yeah. He's going to get his in the defense. Maybe not a starter early or nothing like that, but they're going to figure out snaps for him on defense, whether that's nickel, safety, whatever. Um, Absolutely. I couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. Um, Kind of has a little, again, has like that, that, that feistiness or that oomph that they. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. I love it. That they, they like their secondary to have, even though sometimes they don't they like, like it, part. but they like but it. They don't some- like it. And then he don't like it. Like, what, bro? Figure out what you want, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want players like that? They gonna they gonna be a little chippy. They gonna be a little. They gonna talk back to the coach a little. You know? So annoying. Anyhow, they close out the draft. Which we kind of getting back to where we started. Is they, they trade up to the sixth round, uh, getting the Broncos pick and trading up. Sorry, they traded up from the seventh to the sixth. They gave up their seventh and Alan Troutman to move up to. Round six, and that's when they close Ooh. out the draft and drafted um, A.T. Perry, right receiver, um, Wake Forest, and I, I. I said it earlier. Don't really care how A.T. Perry works out, bro. Like, and I know that's that's that that is London's dude. So shout out to Landon. Um, but I'm glad they added a right receiver. So they've added two weapons in this draft. So this is something that we talked about. We wanted them to add weapons. The only position that they didn't add in the draft was tight end. Um, I do think that had Dalton Kincaid had fell to them, um, that he would have been the draft pick. Going back to round two, I, I should have – I the, the board I left out one player. So going back to round two, the board was Jonathan – and this is not in order. Well, kind of. So Jonathan Mingo was – a player that they wanted to draft a round two. So was Sam Laporta, um, tight end, Iowa. Mm. They wanted to draft him in round two. Shout out, or I guess not shout out to Detroit Lions, who is becoming, you know, Saints juniors, but maybe with like better coaching. Um, so the board, <laughs> the board, board was Mingo, Laporta, Bosky, Brian Branch. Um, so Mingo went to the Panthers right before the Saints picked. Uh, Sam Laporta went to the Detroit a couple of picks before the Saints picked. Um, so they, the want for them to add a tight end is real. Um, they didn't, they weren't able to do it in round one with Kincaid. They weren't able to do it in round one with, with Laporta, but they did add a right receiver, um, and a running back. A.T. Perry kind of just has, he's bigger. He has explosiveness. Um, honestly, if he's able to get Traquan Smith off the team, please. Please. The first thing I thought, I watched like two games before we got on here. And the first thing I thought is like, his tape is so much better than Trey Kwan's. Mm. When Trey Kwan came out of, uh, I forgot what you're called, man. Small school. But so uh, much He went to the U- UCF. UCF, yeah, yeah. So much better, bro. Like, I'm like, and you know, like, um, Lance Z-Line and Cynthia Freeland, they were just shocked he was still on the board. They were like, they expect him to go more in the third round. He's right. big, 6'3", fast, ran like a 4'4", physical, um, hands catcher, catches with his hands, gets downfield quickly. I'm like, man, what, what's the issue here? Apparently, you know, he has a lot of drops the last two seasons. But, I mean, just me just looking at the tape, I mean, he, he, was, he had to catch like a lot of low percentage, you know, Right. Low percentage passes, man. Like, this dude was catching it. He hands catching, too. This dude going to play, bro. This dude is going to play for this team. And this team needed a big wide receiver. And to be able to snatch a guy like that, and you know, late in the draft like that, man, 
that's huge. Will it work out? We'll see. You know, I don't know what, where he is mentally or, you know, stuff like right. that, man. But like just from the just from the games I'm watching, I'm like, man, this dude could ball, bro. Like, let me try so, ball, red zone, all that. Let let me. And you and you've talked about this, and you've said it in our Discord, you've said it in, in text messages. I don't even know if you I don't know if you said it on Twitter. You may even say it on this podcast. Let's look at the offense that sh- when Sean Payton left the team, right? Till now. Some of I don't know how much of it is DA and how much is Jeff Ireland, but they have now went out, got Derek Carr at quarterback. They invested in Jawan Johnson. I'm sorry, Max. He, he's a decent. He's a decent player. Sorry, bro. He I, I can't can't go with you there. He's a decent player. Um, AK even with his injury history, of missing games, injury wise, history of uh, the the legal thing. They went out added Jamal Williams in the draft. They added Keandre Miller, wide receiver. Last year, go up, get Chris Olave. Um, even though it took them a very long fucking time and we harped on them about it, um, they start giving uh, Rashad Shahid more playing time. Uh, they went out, they dra- or they, they signed at a, at a very low-cost deal, Ryan Edwards, who, when he was with Derek Carr the last time, was productive, a good player for the Raiders and had a good chemistry and rapport with Derek Carr. In the draft, they also drafted A.T. Perry. Um, they traded Adam Troutman, who had been, I don't know, like an arbitros, and you know, they're not they're not putting any more eggs in that basket. Prior to him finding out that he had cancer, they were gonna add Fabian Monroe, who was a like a very younger, nice, up-and-coming kind of tight end two, made good plays. They have you know, offensive offensive line still needs some help. But even with offensive line, they they went out last year. They drafted Trevor Penning. You know that that pick may or may not work out. I think I think that's going to really depend on injury wise and how he's able to hold up. But you got to give them credit. They have revamped the team offensively and completely given the team an offensive facelift because last year was deplorable, deplorable offensively. Now. Andy Dalton was part of that reason, and play calling was a big part of that reason. So, you know, we can't let them off the hook too much. But as we're as we're kind of in this hope season before the season starts in what, four or five months, there should be no excuse besides maybe major injuries, offensive line not working out because of injuries. Also left out that they they brought back Michael Thomas on a one-year deal. Um, just to see, you know, give it one good go and see if he can become not that guy again, but just be a productive, good player for them again. There shouldn't be an excuse, bro. No excuse. No excuse. And as I sit here, it's like, man, shit, maybe Max gonna win that bet, bro. Maybe the Saints go like maybe the Saints gonna win nine and a half games, you know, because yeah. on paper, bro. On paper. On paper. Hashtag on paper. <laughs> That's the new hashtag, bro. Hashtag on paper. They look, they look kind of good, Ryan. Now, I, I say that and I preface it by saying all that's good and great. The the NFL is such a league that talent-wise, I think a perfect example of this is we just look at the Chargers, bro. Just look at the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Got, got a top five, top six-ish quarterback and continually underachieves – some of it injury-wise, but a lot of it, too, is just bad coaching, right? right? So if you don't got the coaching, don't matter how good your players are or your team is, you like you still may not produce on Sunday because of shit like that. But hashtag on paper, got to give a lot of credit to Jeff Ireland. Got to give a lot of credit to Mickey Loomis. Got to give credit to, to DA in terms of what they've been able to do this complete off season, but all that said, they've done all this. If there's not like a big thing, if they underachieved this season, bro, and I, I know this, it's hope season, I, I don't want to put too much damper on it. But if you, if they've been able to do this, and they 
can't win the NFC South or at least at least not be a wild card team in the NFC. Some heads got to roll. Heads got to roll, bro. Heads got to roll. I don't want to hear it, man. Like, you had all the injury excuses and all that last year. You know, please don't do this again this year where we have all the injuries and all that. That's why I'm so happy they got a nice full class, draft class of seven players. Uh, Seven, bro. Seven Seven. players, bro. When the last time we got an influx of seven draft players? I know we get UDFA. They're working the phones now, getting UDFA. You know, UDFA players on board. We'll check that out later. Um, so, bro, it's, you know, man, it's hope season, man. We're going to see. I'm excited about A.T. Perry, though. We're just watching him. I was like, okay, now we're ready. Like, you just needed that little spice. You know, you got to throw a little kind of you, 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 you know, I love the spice, bro. I love the, I love the spice. Because well, the draft was nice and meaty. You know, it was a nice, meaty draft because, you know, you felt good. But you got to add a little spice to it. That's, that's A.T. Perry right there, baby. He's going to bring that spice. Um, and it's balance, it's a balance offense. Look, they went D line, offensive line, safety, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's a nice, nice ass, well rounded draft, bro. So it is. Give it to the, give it to the Saints, man. Just give it to. Them, Got to, bro. <laughs> Got to. You know, as we are the podcast that keeps it real, we right. are the first podcast that will. You know, harp on the team when we feel, but we we also I think we we are also aware and cognitive when they do shit well. We gotta give them credit, man. And we got they they had they had a great week. They had a great draft week. They had a good off season. I I do think that they they will want to sign some free agents um, within the next couple of next couple of weeks. I think they might be wanting to wait until the you know comp pick. Formula shit closes out, which they didn't do that last year. They just went out and signed Andy Dalton and could have had a third round top pick. So maybe growth, bro. Hashtag growth. Hashtag on paper. That's going to be the the mottos for this 2023 Saints season, bro. Hashtag growth. Hashtag on paper. I love it. And just the thing, Um, man, like so many people wanted to like, oh, just start over, tear it down. Treat this like a reboot year and all that stuff, man. It's like I don't want to live through that. Wanna I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I get it, like I get the the lives behind all that, but man, like you don't know how that stuff works. I want to watch fun football, bro. I just want to watch some fun football. That's it. That's it. Um, I believe I believe the schedule should be announced either next week or the next next week and a half. And so mm-hmm. when it comes out, we can start planning. When the the meetup's gonna be, and I think, I think we might have to make uh, the the live, you know, the live draft draft party a, a, a yearly thing. And if you're a Patreon, we and again, big shout out to Bayou Beer Garden. Uh, she probably will never hear this, but big shout out to Carlene, who is their event coordinator, was so nice and accommodating. Um, and just being just so helpful and setting up our space that we had on Thursday night. Uh, it was amazing. Even when there's like slight hiccups, when the, all the TVs changed to the NBA playoff game, you know, she was right on it, get it fixed for us. Um, so if you're, if you're in a New Orleans or Louisiana resident, um, Bayou Beer Garden, great spot for drinks, food, yeah. those, gar- those garlic palm fries, bro. Crap. Bro, I don't even like garlic or Parmesan on that level, but them bitches were delicious, bro. Like, my God. Um, but get go check them out. Drink the watermelon margarita. Frozen was good as shit. Um, also want to give a small shout out to Superior Grill. Um, some of the best queso you'll ever have. The, the margaritas was great. Um, I called them yesterday, kind of late notice, and you know, they, see if they could scramble us a, a table of you know for 10, 14 people, and they were on it. So, just um, an amazing, an amazing weekend capped by good decisions that the Saints have made. And there's going to be like a, a dead period of you know, there's going to be that rookie mini camp, and then OTAs, and it's just tumbleweeds, bro, just tumbleweeds. Um, but. We'll still have episodes. We're still going to be putting out content. Um, I do want us to do like a deeper 
dive in the draft more kind of after we watch players more in depth. Um, yeah. This was the first year that I went to the draft kind of with a blank slate. And it was, it was great, man. Cause it was like, all right. Like it was like, like I didn't have any emotions with, with the picks. I was like, okay, well, all right, cool. Cool. Like, what? Oh, okay, cool. Um, it may be that maybe that's going to be my, my new way going forward, bro. Like just, you know, instead of watching so many prospects pre-draft and having opinions and strong takes like, yeah. No, no, I'm good. Like my only takes next year is Caleb Williams is 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 the second best quarterback I've I've watched since Patrick Mahomes, and Brock Byers is one of the best tight end prospects to ever come around. That's it. Only two takes I have, bro. That's it. <laughs> Don't have any more draft takes for next year. But everyone who who came to New Orleans, who has been a part of the festivities this this week, thank y'all so much. We really appreciate it. Not even people who came. So we, anyone who just listens to us, retweets us, supports us, whether you're Patreon or not a Patreon, thank you. Like weekends like this reinforces to Ryan and I, like, oh, this is why we do this. And I'm not saying it's hard, right? But this is why we do this. Um, we do it for y'all. We do it for fun. Um, I, was watching, it was, I, was, I was looking at the live stream yesterday that, you know, that's uploaded to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. Just like, man, they just, they up and down having a blast. We on a little screen, you know, at Bayou Beer Garden having a blast. You know, they didn't even worry about us. They're doing their own thing, man. Just, own thing. Like, <laughs> didn't even know that Ryan had a long-lost brother in, in Wayne, and we found him dogging the, the, the Discord. And just, it's just, it's beautiful, man. It's, it's beautiful. So, thank y'all. We will be back soon. I, I don't know. <laughs> Got to travel and everything, but we'll be yeah. back soon. Also, another shout out to, to Ryan and Bree um, on their wedding anniversary. Um, but truly, truly, thank y'all for all the support. We'll be back within the next week or so, or maybe we'll drop a little smaller episode, um, you know, for the first week of May. But don't worry, we'll be back. And with that, we're out. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.